the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is episode 343 of New Zealand's longest running tech podcast, The Boys of Tech. My name is Edwin Herman here in the studio in Wellington, and this episode is for the week, for Thursday, in fact. The, the week, well, I could, the weekend. <laughs> 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 the week starting Thursday. <laughs> I was just gonna. Well, I was gonna backtrack on that, and then I was gonna backtrack on my backtracking by saying, "Well, the, yeah. the week can actually start any time, really. It's just a convention that starts on Monday. It, in the old days, it used to start on a Sunday. Did it really? Mm, in the old, well, that the, the, was convention in the old days. I guess it kind of. Yeah. And I think in the US, where they seem to live in the eighteen hundreds, they um, with lots of things like the imperial system, they, they I think they still have their calendars on Sunday. I guess it kind of doesn't matter if it's Sunday or Monday. Uh, but it doesn't matter if it's work. Thursday, apart from the fact, I mean, the, I guess it's the work week, but... But I mean, Sunday and Monday are the logical end of the weekend and the logical start of the week. So it kind of doesn't matter where you decide it ends on or starts well, Saturday, between Saturday those two. Well, Saturday would be fine too. Well, Saturday is the start of the weekend, but you kind of don't want it to be the end of the week because the weekend is the end of the week. Well, then, so then, want- so, and, so, and hence, I think that's why Monday... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I can sort of see, I can see Sunday, I could see the argument for Sunday. I could see the argument for Sunday more than any other day, other than Monday, obviously. But the argument for Thursday, I mean, it's gonna, you're going to have to sell me on that one. Mm. Why is Thursday the start of the week? You win. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'll do the intro again, and hopefully All I'll right. get it right. Okay. Anyway, um, this ep- this episode is for Thursday, the seventh of August, two thousand and fifteen. I'm joined by my co-host Ben Sonko. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks, Ed. Hey, it's good to have you with us. Well, on this show, I want to cover a couple of Microsoft stories and then an interesting announcement by Kim or statement from Kim dot com. First of all, Microsoft have filed a patent to unlock a phone. It's not by a passcode. It's not by a, a you know swipe to unlock. It's not by a password. It's not by your fingerprint. It is in fact by uh, how do you def- how do I even describe that? You you basically jazz fingers. Ja- what? Jazz fingers. Jazz fingers. Jazz fingers. Who made? Did you make that up? No. That's a thing. Is it? Yeah. Explain jazz fingers to to me and our listeners. It's just jazz fingers. It's where your fingers go jazz fingers. <laughs> you can you Google it. You really describe it. <laughs> well, I've, used the, I've used the two words of the title in the description, which is really helpful. It involves fingers and jazz. No, you just, you. it's just when you crazily move your fingers around. Um, you just yeah, kind of like. It's a. It's a it's a pop culture thing. Right, okay. So you kind of just, you rest your fingers on the device, you kind of move them around in whatever way, as long as you do it in a similar fashion each time. And the device looks at your uh, the position of your fingers, the amount of pressure each one is applying, 
and the movement that you're making. And from that, uh, and also the I forgot to mention as well the angle between your fingers, and from that, uh, the device can work out whether it's really you. So you could unlock your phone by giving it the fingers. <laughs> by, do- by flipping at the bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting idea. And I mean, the arguments they put forward are actually logical. You know, it saves having a whole area dedicated to fingerprint scanning or something like that. And it's an interesting idea. See how they do it. I mean, I'm assuming they're going to do it badly, but someone will do it right eventually. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is. A, it is a good. Yeah, conceptually, it's a good idea. And you know, if it means we don't have to have a fingerprint scanner, like if you were going to pay using Apple Pay or I know Microsoft. It's, this is Microsoft, but you know, using something that would today use the fingerprint scanner, you could do that sort of that finger thing, jazz fingers or whatever you called it. Jazz, jazz fingers. I, I still don't know whether you just made that up. But anyway, um, you could just do that. And it, like you say, it'd say, or like Microsoft said, it would save real estate because you won't need to have a dedicated uh, fingerprint scanner. So, yeah. yeah. Something to look yeah. for, uh, something to look forward to in future Microsoft devices. To the uh, Yeah, I guess I was going to say for the five people that buy a Microsoft phone, but... <laughs> They are going to have it on other things, aren't they? Yeah, they'll put it into Windows 10 eventually, I, I imagine. So you can just give your monitor the fingers yeah, and it'll open up. Well, it's all going to be touchscreen now, isn't it? All right, so uh, here's something else. This cracks me up. Microsoft, uh, you, you know Solitaire, right? The, uh, we all know Solitaire. It comes with Windows, and it's kind of like the best thing you do when you've got nothing to do and you're in front of a Windows machine. You play Solitaire. Well, Solitaire was always free. And now it's going to be ad-supported. And if you want to get rid of the ads, you have to pay $1.49 a month or $10 a year. This is for Solitaire, Ben. This is crazy. That's, that's a lot of money for a waste of time. It's, 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 it's I'm dumbfounded, as you can tell. I, I don't get it. For Solitaire? They're going to charge for Solitaire. Well, there's obviously demand for it, but. I mean, is the demand there because it doesn't cost anything? I mean, that would be a huge part of it. It'll be self-defeating then in this case by by making it, you know. (laughs) Yeah, Solitaire has been wiped out and no longer exists. I wonder if Um, this is their way of getting rid of Solitaire because if they just did, everyone would say, where's Solitaire? Bring it back. You think there's some like anti-Solitaire people within Microsoft. There's like a Solitaire coup (laughs) and they're they're trying to overthrow you got to wonder, have, uh, this is, mm. cra- I, you know what, I first uh, read a snippet or caught a, uh, a conversation or something about paying for Solitaire and I didn't think much of it and I thought, ah, it's probably one of those silly jokes or, you know, some someone's silly idea of what if Microsoft charged for Solitaire. But it's true. I mean, yeah, it's always going to be ad-supported, that's fine, but effectively to get back what you had, uh, you know, a clean ad-free version of Solitaire, you're going to have to pay $10 a year. This is crazy. Or get a pirated copy. I wonder if Solitaire is <laughs> going to try and move to Macintosh. Like, maybe it's trying to move to Apple and that's, like, this is its slow migration. <laughs> what, that Microsoft, they're going to release it for, for Apple? No, the, the Solitaire people are rebelling from within oh, I see. The, the Microsoft Solitaire team. core. The Solitaire team. Yeah, and they've, and they've somehow got this charge put in there, so they're going to reduce the overall usage within Microsoft so they can be released and then they can go across and <laughs> go into the Apple OS. It's like a whole, it's like, it's like Tron. 
Uh, look, would you would you pay ten dollars a year for unlocked solid hair? I wouldn't pay ten dollars a year for Windows ten. <laughs> Nor would anyone else, <laughs> by the looks of it. Which is why they're doing it for free. But really, I mean, this is crazy. I I I really, really, really don't get it. It, it makes no sense. I, I I can't even come up with a serious answer as to why they're doing it. And I've been scratching my head. I just don't don't get it. It's solitaire. Just include it for free, Microsoft. What's the big deal? Why have well, they do have to re- they have to recoup their development costs of it? Well, they, I mean, all they got to do is recompile it. I mean, we don't even okay. They've changed the background a little bit, and you know, the pattern on the back of the cards has changed. But essentially, it's the same game. You just need they just need to recompile it. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, well. We'll leave my no, no no solitaire for you. No solitaire. No, you're you're dead right. And there's probably free ones you can get on the web anyway. All right, just boot up that Windows XP box. Yeah, go back to the old classic. Yes, that's uh, it. Hey, I wonder if you uh, can run solitaire from Windows Seven or Eight on Windows Ten. Like copy the EXE across. Would it work? Oh, I should try it. Maybe that's why they're giving upgrades to try and wipe out the free <laughs> solitaire versions. <gasps> it's like the it's like the Hunger Games for operating systems. They're just trying to get rid of all of them other than Windows ten. <laughs> so that nothing that was ever installed on the other ones could run. <gasps> <laughs> we could come up with conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. This isn't a conspiracy theory. We've got we're telling the truth. <laughs> we're we're truth sayers. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh let's leave that story there. Finally Kim.com has made an interesting statement. He has said that uh, he doesn't trust Mega. This is the company he founded uh, some years, a couple of years back. He wouldn't. Uh, he doesn't trust it at the moment. Uh, he also warns that your files may no longer be safe there. I didn't really trust that before. <laughs> well, the thing is, okay. What's interesting about the story is he, of course founded this a couple of years back and he was singing its praises of, as he would be but he was the, one of the I guess selling points of this was how secure it is and the reason in, you know you might be wondering well what's changed well it's something to do with there was a effectively a, a takeover by a Chinese investor who was wanted in China for fraud and Recently, his shares had been seized by the New Zealand government, and now it means that the New Zealand government is in control of the company. So I don't know if this is just politically driven or whether Kim.com has genuine concerns that the government now controlling, effectively controlling the majority of the company, that, that uh, you know, something could have been changed or... That's a valid. That's a very valid concern. I mean, I'd be concerned as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess in this day and age, it's, it, it, it's possible. Once the government gets involved, you sort of, you know, you assume that everything's open at that point. I think it's a wise thing to do. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't necessarily mean that everything the government touches has been, you know, hacked and is being spied on, but. It means that it can be, and that's the thing. So if you want absolute assurance or maximum assurance, then, yeah, look, that's a good stance to have. I, I agree. Yeah. Mm. And if if Kim says it's not safe, then it's not safe. Kim wouldn't lie. I can't tell whether you're being sarcastic here, Ben. 
You're just going to have to try and guess. I will, and so will our listeners. Um, by the way, Kim.com also hints at a rival service that he's going to start next year. By then, his, uh, what is it, non-competition, uh, non-compete clause will have um, ended. Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with Mega being unsafe. It's just a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is... I mean, I do agree with his points, but it is also, I'm also cynical, so it's yeah. really tough. Look, I, I thought the same as well. I thought, well, you know, it's a great marketing ploy to, you know, turn people away from Mega and where are they going to go? Well, of course, they're going to go to, prob- or probably going to go to whatever Kim.com produces next. But at the same time, there could be an an element of true, or the, I mean, it could be true. I, I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. There we have it. Well, anyway, that's episode 343. Ben, thanks very much for co-hosting. Oh, you're welcome. It was good. Yeah, it was a good show. And we'll do it again, hopefully, in less than a week's time. That's it. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Goodbye. So how was that? Episode 343. Ben, I want to thank you very much for co-hosting. Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It was the the thing that caught me was you going, how is that? I was like, what? Who are you asking? I know. What's the, I know. What's the question for? Yeah, I thought the same too after I read It's kind of weird. Because <laughs> you went on so quickly. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> who's that? Who else is here? Who's he asking? And then he answered so quickly. So, Ben, it was a good episode, wasn't it? Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> okay.